When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, welcome, welcome, welcome on in. It is episode numero eight, the Ocho, off air, the Ocho, coming to a stream near you where we will play cornhole and cricket and water ski for 24 hours straight. Um, People would love to see us do that, I think. Oh, oh my God, I would bust my ass so hard, seven ways till Sunday. Who am I? You might ask. Well, I'm Chris Thomas, and I am joined, as always, by my fellow 92.9 The Game producer, Stephen Gagliano. Follow me on social media at C Thomas Radio. Steve is at P Gagliano. We are slowly but surely working on getting him a more uh, 92.9 centric uh, radio official Twitter handle, but one thing at a time. I know I, I either need to add radio or ATL. That seems to be the go-to around here. Yeah, um, which is funny because where I come from in New York City, it's not like that. Um, so people rep, I could argue that people rep the ATL harder than they rep New York City, which could cause some controversy, which would make for some good radio content. How about that, Perhaps Steve? it would. Yeah. Um, so much to get into on this episode. Huge weekend in ATL sports. Uh, dogs cruise. We're not going to spend much time on that, but we will as the playoffs and the championship potential repeat gets closer. Yeah, we've got to spend all, uh, all 30 minutes on Ole Miss moving up to number seven in the country. How about that? Yeah, but you know what they didn't do? They didn't get the hook, Steve. <laughs> I said I 15 at, was too much. I had him at 14. I got I got him at 14 and a half, Steve. Oh no. For our Dukes and Bell picks. And that <laughs> prevented me from going two and one and holding on to first place. I'm now behind Mike Bell for half a game because of your stinking old miss team not being <laughs> able they to can't score. tackle. Yeah, because they 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 couldn't score one more freaking point. All right. <sighs> Getting to the matter at hand here. Brave season is unfortunately over, but the Falcons had their best win in I don't even know when. I mean, it's been it's been a long it's been a long time. I know there's been some good wins along the way, but this one particularly felt like a statement building victory for Arthur Smith in terms of what he's trying to accomplish here as a head coach. So the question is, Steve, in sports radio, how do you handle it? You had first crack at it this morning with the steakhouse. So take us behind the curtain here. Lift it up a little bit for us as we do here on Off Air. Um, How did you guys balance the highs of the Falcons' victory with the low of the Braves being ousted and not repeating as World Series champs? So, So, yeah, since the Braves got eliminated on Saturday, obviously, a day in between, and that is an NFL Sunday, and... As far as the Braves' woes go, that is the best thing that could have happened to, you know, radio, to fans, to everyone, I think, because it it allowed something good to be sandwiched in between those two things. And obviously, the Braves getting eliminated is the bigger story, 
But leading into the show, Steak and Sandra, I think, wanted to start with a positive. And it, right. when you want, when you can start with a positive, you do it, I think, is, is the mentality. And being able to say the Falcons got a huge win, the franchise looks like it's moving in the right direction, the division's awful, you still have a chance to compete for the NFC South title, then back that up with, well, the Braves lost. You at least you, you counterbalance it to the point where I think fans come away with a good feeling overall from the weekend because the NFL is the NFL. And that Sunday win kind of propels you into the week rather than coming in off the back of a Braves elimination loss in a game where, or I should say a series where they barely looked competitive. Yeah, especially the last two games. A um, couple things. One, the Braves title is not going anywhere anytime soon when you don't win from 95 to 21, you know, there's, there's some margin for error now built up. Um, You know, was it a disappointing season? I don't know. Maybe that's what will be broken down throughout the week as you get further and further removed from the Falcons win Mm -hmm. and you can dissect the Braves, um, you know, what do they do going forward? Was the season a disappointment? What do they do with Dansby? Yada, yada, yada. Yeah, that's a good um, point. There are so many layers to the Braves season ending right. that to try to burn through all of them today would have been pointless. No need. Um, and the Falcons, you know, hey, are they winning a Super Bowl this year? No, but, you know, they're still looking for it. I mean, the Braves just won last year. Dogs won last year. Um, you know, the Hawks and the Falcons are still, you know, in the midst of either never winning a title or not having won a title. And, you know, it was a different league the last time they won a title or something crazy <laughs> That's like never that. Never a great sign. Yeah. So, so that it's still more relevant for them in terms of title chasing, whereas the Braves and the dogs are so so closely removed from theirs that, you know, okay, you didn't accomplish the ultimate goal this year, but you locked up so many of your young core players. You don't feel like this is going to be like the Marlins in 97 where they win a title, break it all down, win a title again in 2003, and then go on a 20-year drought. Um, you don't feel like that's what's going to happen with this Braves team. So uh, the Falcons definitely take all the good vibes this morning and um, – Man, it's it's so interesting, right? Because you 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 can be high up on the moon, as I'm sure you guys were on the steakhouse today, but also you gotta keep it 100 with everyone. And this is this is great, but it needs to be looked at what it is, is an important building block towards the ultimate goal. You know, not it's not there yet but this is an important step to getting there. And that's what needs to be reflected on the air. Um, I mean, don't get me wrong. Enjoy the hell out of it, but also don't, don't be, don't do the fan base a disservice by saying also that it's something that it's not. And that's a tricky line to, to walk sometimes. Sure. And yeah, saying because you beat the 49ers with plenty of starters out too. I, I think that's something that does deserve to be mentioned and right. You know, I, I don't think that win all of a sudden says you're winning the Super Bowl or you're going to be a contender for the next 10 years or anything. But again, what it did on a day where the Bucks lost, 
you follow up a performance where you maybe could have beaten Tampa. It sets up what should be a hell of a next, you know, 10 to 11 games here in the regular season. Panthers getting players thrown out of games. I mean, I I think you could argue right now that the Falcons are the most stable team in the division right now. Yeah, I, I think that's definitely fair. And when you look at what they have coming up, and this is something that we've done the last couple of days, even going into the 49er game is looking at the Falcons schedule over the next few weeks, the Bengals and the, the chargers will be tough, but in the next stretch of games, you play the Panthers twice, yep. you play the bears, yep. the Steelers, the commanders. These are teams that the Falcons can absolutely beat. And if they play like they did yesterday, you know, they should go four and two or whatever in that stretch and still be right in the thick of a playoff chase which, you know, for this team entering this season, that's, you know, that's already way surpassing expectations. Yeah, I got asked. I hosted a show the last Saturday uh, from noon to three, and one of the staples that I like to do during Falcon season is five Falcons true or false questions. So whether it's you or Dom or Garrett or whoever's producing the show, I like to have you guys toss at me five Falcons true or false questions that can be, about either the game or the rest of the season, whatever, I leave it up to you guys. And one of the questions that Dom asked me was, will the Falcons be over 500 at any point for the rest of the season? And I thought it was a great question. And I said, yes, I think they will be. Um, And I pointed to that same stretch of games that you just mentioned as the litmus test for if this team is going to be able to get back over the, the hump and be over 500. And I think it could be as soon as maybe two or three weeks from now. Yeah. I I think that's absolutely achievable. And, you know, this is what, I guess the second week in a row, I think you had another viral tweet uh, yesterday as I'm in for Falcons digital stuff here. I'm monitoring our Twitter account and, you know, seeing the things we retweet and all that kind of stuff. And that way we get notifications and all that. So I saw your tweet just kept getting more and more, likes favorites whatever they call them nowadays and it it was i bring that up to say the content of it is what everyone should be excited about they should be excited about the wins as well but the fact that arthur smith has this team establishing an identity and just playing really solid football at this point is is really exciting another tweet that went viral real quick as we wrap up our first segment here is um Mike Bell tweeted that if Kyle Pitts scores a touchdown, he's going to buy his whole section shots. And there was only one other Falcon fan in his entire <laughs> section. The rest of his entire section were 49ers fans. So he posted another tweet and he was like, that was the least expensive round of shots I've ever bought in my entire life. And it's just him and one other dude in a Falcons jersey <laughs> taking a shot together. Um, so it was, it was just a lot. Yesterday is one of those days where, it just becomes a lot of fun um, for everyone involved. Did like you said, digitally or on the air or tweeting. Um, it really is. It really is a blast when your team shows up like that. 